Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudgens. I hope that you're all well. Today is a really exciting podcast because I've always said that I want to do a lot more collaborations uh, on the channel, bring people in, get their opinions. And guys, I have not disappointed you. So joining me today is a very good friend of mine. She has just started a podcast channel over here on Anchor, so make sure you check that out. Uh, It's from uh, Annie Reviews. It's uh, Annie. Annie, how are you today? There we go. I'm all good today, Kieran. Thank you. And um, thank you for having me on your channel today. Oh, no, absolutely. Fun. Don't mind. Absolutely fantastic that you can join us today. So uh, for, the people, for the people that uh, don't know what you sort of talk about on your channel and definitely uh, advertise it over here on the channel. Yeah, of course. So um, I've just started a mini film review channel and I pretty much talk about all of my favourite uh, favorite films, favourite genres. Um, I mainly like horror films, um, but it really ranges from kind of every genre. I kind of like the greats of every genre. Um, so it can be anything from an action film to a horror film to a romance, just as long as it's a classic. So, yes. Yeah, definitely. Much different to what I do over here, but, you know, everybody likes different things and looking forward to seeing what uh, recommendations you can give out uh, to us today. We are focusing on uh, some thrillers. So thriller films, obviously very, very different. But uh, Annie's picked out five, I picked out five, and we can sort of just talk about them, give each other some recommendations. There are certain films that I've seen off Annie's list as films that she's seen off my list so that's really nice to have a good uh, conversation as well if you want to join me on a podcast let me know as well via my Instagram and uh, make sure you favourite and follow uh, my channel as well and Annie's as well I've listened to a couple of her podcasts definitely fantastic and I know you guys will really enjoy it so uh, ladies first guests first we you can begin what would you say is your favourite thriller uh, of all time Okay, sure. Um, so the thriller that um, I'm going to go for as my top pick would be uh, the 1987 film Fatal Attraction. Um, now, I really absolutely love these films that have uh, kind of, I mean, They've kind of got these really powerful, but also slightly crazy uh, women as their leading roles. Um, so, Fatal Attraction, it, um, I'll give you a brief plot. It's, uh, it stars Glenn Close and Michael Douglas. Um, and it follows the story of a, it's a happily married um, New York lawyer, um, Michael Douglas. And he, what he, he, he meets this woman in his law firm who is Glenn Close, and has an affair with her. And he kind of just thinks, you know, it's going to be this one-off thing, and they're going to leave it at that. However, I mean, Glenn Close or Alex, as she's called in the film, um, kind of just. Uh, turns his life into a bit of a nightmare and um, this is where the term bunny boiler actually comes from (laughs) um, because 
yeah so it just it just follows uh this incredibly um complex uh relationship and affair and i just think you know it's a story that has it's a film that has a great moral um you know <laughs> i mean I don't have affairs to begin with but um yeah the character of um glenn close um she plays alex it's it she just is absolutely um phenomenal at playing this really complex um sort of dark deceiving um character um i think some highlights throughout the film would be um i really love the the costumes and um the cinematography all throughout this film because i mean it, it really gives um all throughout, I mean, they have this sort of very basic kind of black and white costuming, you know, who's innocent here, who's the one who's at fault. Um, uh, the, I mean, the style throughout is absolutely impeccable also. Um, yeah, and as I said, you know, like <laughs> the term bunny boiler comes from this film because quite literally... Um, the character of Alex um, goes on to uh, harass this family in kind of more and more crazy ways. So, yes, I would say for a thriller um, that just follows, um, you know, a psychological thriller, I would say it's a, it's very, it's, this is definitely one of my top picks. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I really like Michael Douglas uh, in the Marvel films that he's in. I think he's a, a, fa a fantastic actor, Glenn Close. I've seen her in a couple of stuff as well. She's in Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my yeah. favourite films. So, you know, really, really good chemistry as well. And, and was was nominated, uh, you know, for a lot of Oscars and, and mm -hmm. Golden Globes. So it's a, that's a great choice. Uh, for, for me, I've got to go with one of my favourite films. A lot of people, uh, regulars of this channel, know that my favourite film, it's probably not the best film I've seen, but it's definitely my favourite, something I'll rewatch a lot. You know, I should be watching some new stuff, but I keep just going back to this film. That's Casino Royale. Um, massive, massive Bond fan. Obviously, it's adapted from the first ever book written by Ian Fleming, sort of after the war. So... Daniel Craig's first performance as well of 007, he is absolutely fantastic. Really looking forward to the new one, actually. But this one just has such a great story, fantastic action. Uh, Mads Milkinson is a really, really good villain. Uh, he's been in some fantastic films, but he really is uh, a fantastic look for the villain. Eva Green, probably one of my favourite Bond girls as well. And it, it's just got all of the elements of Bond sort of all fixed together. Really intriguing idea about being in a casino you, you've there's obviously been some fantastic bond films you don't you know carry on for 50 odd years without sort of keep making films that people enjoy but it's, it's very difficult to have a film set in modern day that definitely has them old traditional spy elements and casino royal definitely brings this in so if anybody messages me i get a lot of messages on on instagram saying what's your favorite film what's your favorite film always go with this one and 
I've seen people who have asked me for a recommendation. I always say this film and they say, I absolutely loved it. Now we're going to go and see all the other Bond films because they, even though they might follow a similar formula, they're also entertaining. And this one has got to be uh, top of the bunch for me. So fantastic film. I would definitely really recommend it if you've not seen it. And, and it, it definitely kicked off Daniel Craig and, and what an incredible career he's had as, as Bond and very, very sad that he's, actually finishing as uh, as bond after this next film so yeah that'll be casino royale what, what else do you have uh, on your list yes so um for my next pick also with the um, casino royale i would say that's one of not that i am like the biggest james bond fan but like uh yeah i really did enjoy watching casino royale um so next on my pick for thrillers um, is um, Basic Instinct. So this is um, the 1992 film, and again, it's kind of similar to um, Fatal Attraction. I think this is why they both came to my mind at the same time. But um, it follows um, again. It's Michael Douglas and. Um, starring him alongside Sharon Stone um, and it follows um, Sharon Stone who has been uh, suspected of murdering her boyfriend and Michael Douglas is the detective who is um, in charge of finding out this case and who murdered this um, individual um, and I just the two of them get into uh, a bit of a again it's a, a sort of an affair situation um, I just think it's a really interesting film again because I, prob- I mean I probably like these films and these thrillers because they have really complex leading female um, characters not that I've really thought that deeply about it before but now that I'm you know this thought has just come to me I'm I'm pretty sure that's why I like um these films because they have these really interesting you know uh sassy <laughs> leading ladies within the films um and I just love it because I mean it's it's such an iconic film I mean Sharon Stone throughout just looks amazing um and it's again the whole film just keeps you guessing whether it is um Sharon Stone whether she is the murderer whether she's been framed whether it's someone else um whether Michael Douglas should really be you know getting into a relationship with this woman um and yeah I just think the fact that the film keeps you guessing throughout is you know what makes it a real thriller also uh Sharon Stone she's a she's a writer and she um one of the things that kind of um has her pinned to this case is the fact that she's written a novel where the ending is that she kills um the the lead character kills her boyfriend so yeah, it's just a film that really keeps you guessing all the way from the start to the finish. So I think that's why I love that film. Brilliant, brilliant. So I also have sort of a who done it, 
thriller, which I think will keep you guessing, keep you intrigued. I think that's such an important thing of sort mm. of who done it uh, thrillers. But mine's a little bit more modern. N- not that there's nothing wrong with classics, nothing wrong with classic films, but I have gone a little bit more modern on mine, mm. and that knives out so this film came out a, a couple of years ago fantastic cast uh, chris evans daniel craig jamie lee curtis christopher christopher Plummer, uh, michael shannon and this film is about a, a family who at one one fatal night the the grand the sort of the granddad sort of the the hierarchy of the film uh, he he suddenly dies and you have a detective called Benoit Blanc, who plays by Daniel Craig, and he is basically keeping them in this massive, massive country estate to to find out who the killer is. Now, is a yes, it comes across as a very stereotypical idea, but the cast really bring a fantastic idea. It's directed by Ryan Johnson, and he is definitely a fantastic director because his filmography is so varied. He directed films like uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, that many people, of course, are, are going to know. Uh, Looper, which is a fantastic sort of sci-fi film. So if, when, whenever we do a sci-fi top 10, that will definitely be one of my pick, mm-hmm. picks. So he's got such a varied um, thing, but he brings a new twist to sort of this draw to this genre. Uh, the ideas that are coming into it. I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything. This is a, these are spoiler reviews and spoiler opinion, non-spoiler opinions. So yeah, really, really looking forward to seeing the sequel that's already been announced. Sort of seeing more further adventures. The ending definitely leans into that. So um, would definitely recommend it. It's, it's an idea of a whodunit thriller with a much more modern twist and, and some really, nice exciting ideas yeah i i also heard that um it's got quite a lot of um great humor throughout um so i think that's also what would draw me to um watch knives out so yeah yeah definitely i think you don't really link genres with a sort of a whodunit it's all very very serious but Mm. yeah like i said Ryan Johnson definitely looks at a genre, looks at an idea and think, okay, how can I make this different? And yeah, like you said, the comedy definitely is put into it uh, through the characters' performances, particularly Chris Chris Evans as well. I, I think Chris Evans is a is a great actor and his character um, definitely carries a lot of the comedy. Uh, what else do you have on, on your list for your so, fa- favourite thrillers? Yes. So next on my list is... Again, it's a classic. Um, this has possibly got to be one of my favourite films of all time. And it is Psycho. So it's uh, the 1960s uh, Alfred Hitchcock film. Um, and this film follows, um, follows a woman who has... Um, I think it's, it's just such a really interesting film because before I watched it, I had sort of a completely different idea about the film. Um, and then when I watched it, I was like, oh, wow, this is completely different to what I, I thought it would be. So it initially follows um, this young woman who was working at a bank and she um, steals a large sum of money from her employer um kind of just a spur of the moment you know um 
So she's this young woman, she steals this money, and for the first half of the film, it's kind of just about this woman and whether she, she's deliberating whether or not um, she's going to go back to the bank, give it back, um, whether she's going to carry on and sort of, you know, live this life as a criminal because she's a she's like a middle class young woman. Um, and so you initially you kind of think that this film is about this woman that she's this psycho that has um stolen all of this money however as the film progresses you then um find you know the more uh recognizable part of the film she rocks up to the Bates motel um and that's when you know, <laughs> she meets this very interesting character of Norman Bates, who um, is the hotel's proprietor. He runs the hotel um, and we get to see him interacting with this young woman. And we also see, sometimes see him or hear him interacting with his mother. Um, and um, yeah, you, you follow the storyline Um you know things kind of then change the sort of the, there's the perspective changes of what this film is about um and i think it you know we we all kind of know um i think we all kind of know the iconic scene um within this film uh the shower scene um of I won't, I won't give away in case you anyone hasn't seen this film but um, yeah this is I think this is a film that I really enjoyed because it just has so many twists and turns and before I had seen the film I kind of thought it all just um, revolved around Norman Bates and his uh, relationship with his mother and the hotel and things like that but it's it's really interesting because when you watch the film, um, you initially start to think it's about um, this woman who's, you know, she's a criminal. Um, and then the perspective shifts into Norman Bates and then it kind of shifts back and forth. Um, so I think that's why I really like this film, because all throughout you really have so many different perspectives of characters and um yeah i mean this film just gives one of i think gives one of the greatest villains of all time of norman bates i mean he's when you see the film if you have no idea about this film i mean the twist in it is just um very very shocking and um yeah just makes a really great thriller honestly so yeah yeah, I mean, a lot of people, of course, very sort of modern fans know about Steven Spielberg and sort of his influence in, in, in cinema. But if you actually go further back in, and look at them, much older films, you have to say Alfred Hitchcock is, is the inspiration by so many different uh, films and uh, directors. And he, he definitely is uh, sort of a leading figure in in terms of cinema and sort of his ability and, and i think that's an absolutely fantastic choice i do want to watch a lot more hitchcock films a lot of people have asked me to do a ranking uh, of the hitchcock films, so um, i'm looking forward to sort of 
looking at, at his films and what film will I will watch first. So uh, another one on my list. Again, I feel like you've gone for the absolutely classics, the hidden gems. I've gone a lot more modern with mine. Uh, mm-hmm. Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. So I was actually around somebody's house and they were talking about Mad Max, this character of Mad Max and sort of the ideas behind it. And I stupidly said, I've never seen a Mad Max film. And they had it and they said, you've never seen a Mad Max film. And I said, no. And I, and I can remember I got the mix took out of me all night because of not watching this film. So I, um, I watched, the most recent film it stars tom hardy charlie's Ferron, and wow you know i was absolutely blown away with this film it, it really was absolutely fantastic the the grittiness the darkness of, of the film was fantastic um the post-apocalyptic world was so interesting to watch and one of these films where you have to watch on sort of a big screen the idea of having it big blockbuster with massive massive action sequences hardy's brilliant i thought he was really good but ferron steals the show for me i think her sort of portrayal you know you were saying about sort of strong females and she is definitely somebody who you know taps into that and i think this film was released in 2015 and i think if you look at that year and the films that were released you know you had your star wars you had your avengers you had um jurassic world there's obviously some massive films there, which is going to earn so much money. So this one sort of flied under a lot of people's radar, didn't possibly attract people as much as them sort of big franchise films. But it's one of them films which it doesn't matter what time you watch it, 5, 10, 15 years later, you'll still embrace this film. And I um, definitely really really intrigued in tom hardy's career after watching this film because i think he's he's a great actor and, and definitely does one of his best performances in this film yeah i mean i would agree um with all of that completely i mean i was the same before i'd watched um mad max um you know just saying about your list this is one of the ones that i i have seen and i absolutely love also um and you know, I'd never watched the 1980s Mad Max films before, and so I had no idea about them. And I just remember when I went to the cinema to see this, um, it was something you know, I completely different to anything I'd seen before. Like you were saying, this whole dystopian world that um, the director George Miller creates, um, and you're just taken through. It's basically just a like a, a car chase film in a way, but just. Um, in a very extreme circumstance uh yeah and i think i think also going on from what you were saying about the characters you in an action thriller sort of film you wouldn't think they would have such nuanced characters but even for example i absolutely love nicholas holt in the film as nux um and his whole obsession of he's trying to get i think to like the afterworld or like to valhalla or something yeah yeah so they just have uh such great characters within that film also yeah you said about the idea that it's literally just as a dry film if somebody mm. read the plot and read the ideas behind it and they said what's this film about and you go yeah well they drove to one place and turned around and drove back anything uh-huh. what a, what a what a boring film right <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely not. It, it really is a fantastic film, and yeah, got to say one of the 
it's sort of one of the be- better films that we've sort of seen over the past, you know, sort of five years. So, what again, sort of going from uh, more modern films to to films that uh, not a lot of people would would may know. What else do you have on your list? Your penultimate film. So. I have gone for, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a a lesser known film, but again, like you said, I've kind of gone with the classics here. Um, And it is Steven Spielberg's 1975 film, Jaws. Now, um, I went for this film just because I think, uh, again, it was a film that before I had seen it, I just thought... There's nothing about this film that I'm going to enjoy. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, a film a film about a shark and people um you know, people can't go into the into the sea and go into the beach a, a shark. Why would I enjoy that? Until I watched it and you just get completely drawn in by the story and by the characters and that's what I think um Steven Spielberg is so great at making um, these films that really kind of center around like the everyman or the you know uh yeah just he he kind of makes a lot of like working class hero type films um and so this this film it um it follows the police chief um martin brody and it follows him throughout one summer and he's kind of got a crisis on his hands and it's the fact that everyone is in this small it's kind of it's a small beach town where all the um residents you know they they make their living on uh you know being a a beach town and everything being about the summer and everyone all the tourists coming to the beach so what are they going to do uh if all the beaches are closed down and um it's it's just such a it's a really interesting story because again uh Spielberg just creates these characters of um like I said police chief Martin Brody who you really you really care for about him really because it also he's absolutely terrified of the water so it's it's just finding this film where it's seeing if this person can like i said it's, it's kind of like a small character seeing if they can face this huge challenge and this huge monster or other i mean and i think that's really similar to a lot of um spielberg's films where he kind of creates this other or this other being you know he's always kind of making films if they're science fiction it's a an alien force or something whereas this this is um right here on earth or in the sea um so yeah i mean i think also i i love the fact of when he kind of gets this uh, ragtag team of um, individuals together who are about to go into the sea and go after um, this this shark. Um, and you also follow um, Quint, and uh, who is... Um, he's kind of this character of... Um, a what is it he's he i think he i think he's a fisherman also 
but he's um, kind of he's a little bit crazy. So you've got Quint, this fisherman who kind of has a lot of war stories and um, a really complex character, and then you also have this other character of um, Hooper who is kind of like this university educated um, guy who is trying to um, work out how to stop the shark also. So you kind of get these three scales, um, you know, like I was, you, you kind of see the story from different perspectives, even from the point of view of class, because you have this fisherman who's kind of like this real working class guy you have this middle class um, police individual and you also have this upper class university graduate and so it's kind of seeing how they're all going to tackle this um this alien force in a way yeah yeah fantastic no i mean if you think of Spielberg movies we, we mentioned them earlier but if you say what is the top five best Spielberg films you have to name Jaws in there you know it actually makes people scared to go into the water yeah. it, it brings mm-hmm. in that, that sort of idea and I actually will tell you a quick story before we sort of both talk about our, our final films mm-hmm. there's my, my my dad watched Jaws when it came out and Round a friend's house, mm-hmm. and he, we always do that where we where we watch a film and we're probably not the right age to watch to watch it. And he watched the film round his friend's house and said, "Yeah, that was really good. That was really good." But it made him scared to go into the water. Yeah. So he actually finished watching the film. He said bye to his friend and he went home, mm-hmm. and he went into the house and he. <laughs> And he said, oh, hi, mum, you know, for me, my grandma. He said, oh, what, what, what's for dinner? And she went, oh, fish and chips. <laughs> and, she, and that is actually a true story. I mean, the, the worst probably dinner to choose after watching. No, definitely. Oh, my gosh. But you're so right. I mean, this, this film made people terrified to go into the water. And even me, I remember thinking, like, yeah. I, I was scared after this yeah. film. Yeah, but no, what I mean, what a classic, what a classic mm-hmm. film. Absolutely love it. Definitely one of Spielberg's best. So my final film before we get on to Annie's final uh, thriller as well, and you guys can start looking for these damn old classics. I've gone for Inception. So this is a 2010 film that has one of the best casts for a long while. You've got Leonardo DiCaprio in this, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tom Hardy, Cillian Murphy, Michael Caine. So if you just think all them actors in other roles, absolutely fantastic. And this follows a thief who enters people's dreams and steal their secrets and their ideas because, you know, they always say that, you know, we dream about things we've we've learned about that day or, or sort of talked about. And he has got a chance to plant an idea in somebody's mind to save the world. And I think that whole idea about getting an original story, but also bringing in every single thing from a sci-fi thriller perspective is fantastic. If anybody asks me what, who's your favorite director? It got to be Christopher Nolan. He 
does some fantastic films again such a varied filmography and the visual effects in this film is absolutely fantastic i've seen his most recent film tenant and the sort of on that scale but no inception is is an absolutely fantastic film and, and deserved every single uh, award it got because it's a film that you have to that you have to watch on the big screen because you don't understand just how brilliant it is and there obviously are some fantastic films using visual effects but if you think about a modern film you you feel when you watch a film nowadays that everything's very very similar nothing you know wows you in that wow factor sort of probably gone from from films now but the first time i watched that one i i did think how has he done that how is that being shown on screen and you know even if you don't care about the, this genre or the story or the the director there's definitely going to be people who love leonardo dicaprio love michael Caine, love cillian murphy love tom hardy so it's an absolutely fantastic film and i've literally just noticed that tom hardy's been in most of my picks through this top 10 so but no he's a great actor and he definitely is uh he's not the leading man in this but he's definitely a really nice addition yeah of course i mean i think um like you were saying with this film i mean the cast is absolutely incredible i mean i even forgot that you know you've got these at least these three amazing main actors of leonardo dicaprio tom hardy and killian murphy i mean it's just crazy to have them in this and what i think is interesting also with these um actors you sometimes think they're going to get typecast in a lot of films but here again they just prove just how diverse uh, they can be within any film really yeah so go on then so this is the final opinion guys get i uh, really hope that you guys have had some fantastic recommendations we will close out the podcast after annie's final incredible pick yes so my last film that I'm going for here is, uh, again, it's a Spielberg film, and this is his 1972 film called Jewel. Now, I feel like this is one of his lesser-known films, but um, it's a film, again, I find it to be really interesting and really nuanced. Um, so the film basically follows um, this this man who is on the road, he um, he's a traveling salesman and it's kind of all set out in like the American, uh, just American highways. Even, you know, if you imagine it, it's kind of like dusty uh, highways. Um, when he's sort of um, overtaken by this huge, uh, this huge truck that begins to sort of just pursue him for no real reason and it's it's a really chilling film because it just follows it follows um again it's kind of like the everyman just this um guy who you know you wouldn't really even look twice at in um in a film he doesn't really seem to be like the main hero but again, it's this, it's this uh, trope that Spielberg seems to use of just having, you know, a regular guy having to um, face a terrifying um, monster in a way. And 
I think I think that's why it's such a great thriller because it's um, one of the things that I think is really interesting is that it you never really you never know you never actually find out the motive of why this huge truck and this terrifying whoever this person is that begins to pursue him and try to he's basically trying to run him off the road you never find out why he's trying to do this um and i think that's what makes a really great uh, thriller is sort of the unknown you never actually see who is in this huge truck you never know why he's pursuing him and i think that's yeah, I think that just makes for some really great psychological horror right there. Um, so that is my last pick on um, my top five thrillers. Yeah, fantastic. No, literally, I've just had a look while you've been talking. Of course, I've listened to you. Um, mm-hmm. I've got this one on my most record. Uh, I've got this one on uh, my list to watch. This was actually Spielberg's first featured film. Mm-hmm. This is this is sort of his debut film, so a lot of people he's made some incredible films, but that one's probably a little bit lesser known. But that sounds absolutely fantastic. So that is our top ten f- favorite thriller films, things that you guys can just go over, find them on all great streamer services and uh, available uh, to go and watch as well. So some fantastic picks oh such a range of of, of films from both of us. So that was absolutely fantastic before we go before we finish i'd like to do this with all my collaborate collaborators as well and ask you annie what have you been watching either over the past couple of days past couple of weeks film or tv shows what's been something that uh, you've been having uh, to watch before we uh, finish off this podcast oh that is an interesting question um you know, because we have been in lockdown, uh, there has definitely been a lot more time for us to uh, watch whatever we want. Um, you know, I've actually kind of been on Disney Plus, I'm not going to lie, and I've been watching some uh, Disney films. <laughs> um, one of my favourites is kind of a modern one, um, Coco. Don't know if you know it. It's a really I, I, I absolutely love Coco. Yeah. Top. If anybody says to me, you know, sort of rank, I might actually do this top ten favorite animations. That one mm-hmm. high up on there, most definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a whole load of Disney films, really. <laughs> what about TV? Have you watched any sort of TV series? Something that you've been binging over the past couple of weeks? Um, let me think. Series. What have I been watching? Um. I sort of, yeah, I mean, I kind of rewatched Peaky Blinders and I mean, it's just, uh, that's a series that I've watched through and through and I absolutely love it. So yeah, again, Killian Murphy is the, the lead man, leading actor. I mean, it's just an all round great, you know, great um, series. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of myself, obviously, a lot of people will probably be knowing what I've watched because every single time I try and um, sort of finish watching something, you know, I sort of get one or two podcasts done about it. But uh, I have seen the new uh, Amazon Prime film, One Night in Miami, which I highly recommend. Um, I've, I as well have been on uh, Disney Plus over the past couple of days watching the first two episodes of One Division. The, the the new marvel um tv show that has been coming out and then i've 
seen a, a great film called The Untouchables, which is sort of a, a gangster film um, starring some great actors like Kevin Costner, uh, the late, great Sean Connery, and Robert De Niro as well. So, yeah, a, a lot of sort of various films and a lot of people know I'm a big superhero fan as well. So watching things like WandaVision, Arrow the Flash has been something I've really, really enjoyed. So uh, that's sort of where I'm going with it. But of course, a lot of people are going to know what I've been watching uh, when I sort of do a podcast on it. So that is it for this podcast of our top 10 favorite thrillers. Massive, massive thanks to Annie for joining me uh, over here on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And guys, go over there and listen to her podcast. Very, very interesting as well. Could do reviews a lot better than I can uh, sort of getting into so much. So thank you very much for joining us. And hopefully I can be uh, over there on, on your podcast as well, talking about some, some great stuff. So um, we'll let as a guest, as uh, the uh, incredible guest that we've had over here on this channel, uh, I'll let you uh, sign off. Definitely. Well, like you were saying, um, it's been absolutely just so great to be able to discuss um some thrillers here you know we brought we kind of was able to mix the classics with some more moderns um so yeah it's been great and like like we were saying definitely i'll have to have you on my channel and we can discuss some more um some more greats so yes um i'll be signing off now thank you for listening to this podcast and we Hope to have you back for the next episode.